I mean, first of all, grief comes with some kind of failure or expectation not met. It comes with a hard thing that sort of dings our psyche. And it does need to come with reflection and purpose. That is what we've been taught. But we want to process those emotions. Welcome to the Swayology Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Watson, and I cannot wait to help you think like a business so you can inspire like a boss. I am a former corporate girl. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur turned business coach, and I'm here to bring you practical advice, inspiration, and motivation as you navigate the wild, wild world of online business and marketing. We are going behind the scenes with successful coaches, creatives, communicators, and entrepreneurs. We're getting real about their stories so you can learn everything you need to in order to love your business and your life. So whether you are working to earn an income or you aim to get your message out there, the Swayology Podcast is going to give you the tools you need to grow your self-worth and your net worth. It's not going to be easy, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, hey. Okay, welcome back to the show. Today's topic, today's solo episode is just a smidgen on the heavy side. I mean, you guys know me. I love to be positive and encouraging. And if I could do that all the time, I would. But I have noticed something going on in business lately with me, with my friends, that I don't think we talk about enough. And so I'm committed to doing that today. I'm talking about feeling grief in your business. Now, hang with me here, because even if you don't think this applies to you, it may at some point. Grief is a sneaky little devil, and I hope this episode gives you some good insight. But let's start at the beginning. I'm emotional. I've always been emotional. My mom always told me I was emotional and sensitive. From birth, I came out of the womb that way. And now at the age that I am and the stage of life I am, I'm also hormonal and often (laughs) anxiety-ridden. I tend to get stuck in my head a lot. And if overanalyzing was profitable, I'd be minimum six figures annually, if not more. The point is, is I feel stuff deeply, including in my business. There is no feeling like a win. Am I right? You sign a new client or a new offer gets a lot of takers or one of your clients gets a big aha moment and dramatic results. I mean, this is what I live for. It's why we do what we do is to help other people, regardless of whether or not you're a coach or you're a writer or a speaker, if you're a podcaster, we're out there trying to change the world by including positivity and encouragement and aha moments so that other people can live their lives better. And so when that works, there's no feeling like it. It's It's the most amazing thing ever. It's the best adrenaline rush, the endorphins, all the things, right? But what about the dark side of business? Now, you're probably thinking like, Anne, where is this even coming from? I've been thinking about it a lot lately because I actually have several friends who are going through really, really hard things this year, things that are involving a lot of grief. Now, The friends that I'm thinking about aren't dealing with grief in business, but because I have been having so many conversations with them about grief and the fingerprint of grief and what it does to your soul, it got me thinking about, can you have grief in your business? 
And the answer that I came up with is, yeah, you can. And in fact, I would wager to say that it's more common than people even think about. When something feels like a loss or a failure, when an offer doesn't work or a book doesn't get picked up, an agent or publisher says no, when you don't sign any new clients this week, when somebody unsubscribes from your business, when your new lead magnet is a dud, when you get a critical comment on social media, or even when you're just struggling with burnout, these are symptoms of grief that I think everybody kind of says at some point and they're like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit of burnout or I'm really bummed today that this happened. Like we can talk about it, but do we process it? There's a lot of great wisdom out there about moving on and moving past these blips in our businesses with sort of an overarching idea of get over it. But for deeply emotional processor types like me, I mean, that's not so easy. Sure. We can look at any kind of failure or backsliding or a trip up from the cold lens of hard data and try to figure out on a practical and logical level why the latest project didn't work and then how to fix it. But there is an emotional component to this that I think not many business owners or experts talk about. And it's not that the analyzing of the data isn't useful. It's just, I don't think it's a fully complete solution. I think you need to analyze the data and the emotions. You need both. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the emotional processing needed by many of us to grieve in our businesses. Okay, so what's the deal with grief? I mean, why do we care? What does it do to us when we're experiencing it? I mean, first of all, grief comes with some kind of failure or expectation not met. It comes with a hard thing that sort of dings our psyche. And it does need to come with reflection and purpose. That is what we've been taught. But we want to process those emotions. So I just want to give you a couple of ideas about grief, just in general, so you can kind of recognize it. I mean, first of all, I need to say that grief can be simultaneous with joy. You can sell an offer, get a new client, and have a critical comment on your Instagram post. These things can coexist. It's just important that we spend enough time processing that grief part so that it doesn't overwhelm us and take us out of the game. Because it can ultimately affect routines, and habits, and things that normally fill us up. In fact, I went through a long period of burnout and tried quite often to go back to the things that were working before, and they weren't working. The routines that I had set up for myself, the safeguards that I had set up, just weren't working as well as they used to. And that was really frustrating, and I couldn't figure it out for a while. But then I realized it was because I had changed. I had had enough of buildup of things that didn't go well, that it sort of changed me. And so going back to the routines that used to serve me weren't serving me anymore. When we experience the loss of an idea, a client, a product, a profit, whatever it is, it does change you. But 
we expect to continue like it's normal and that's just not going to happen. So we need to know that when you experience enough of these things, they can change you. And it could be a compilation of little things. It could be one really big thing, but it changes who you are. And that means that the things that you're doing aren't going to work the same. So you have to get ready to shift what you're doing, adjust your routines, your expectations. That's going to help. I've also kind of discovered that some people don't understand my grief. I get a lot of, you can blow it off. You can move on. Maybe that works for some people, but, but that's not who you are. You have to give yourself permission to feel. You can't heal what you can't feel. So yes, there are going to be people out there that don't understand your grief. Those aren't your people, at least not for that grief, right? You've got to find the people that are, and we'll get to that in more in a minute. Grief you don't deal with compiles. You can stuff it down, which I have done. But if you don't deal with it, it's going to fester. It'll grow and eventually it'll leak out of you. And it's going to look like a bad mood, a snappy response, or worse, an emotional explosion over someone like your spouse or your kids. I mean, it's kind of a yikes moment, honestly. We can't let that stuff compile. We can't let it fester. We have to deal with it. And then the other big thing about grief is that it can be overwhelming to the point that you want to throw in the towel and give up. Now, I'm not saying this this is any one particular incident. I feel like it's a lot of little things or maybe it's one big thing and a couple medium things. It's not ever just one thing, but it needs to be addressed and dealt with. So what do you do? First, we need to normalize the idea that we can grieve stuff in business. Why? Because we care. So the things that don't work or that go wrong are hard because they matter to us. And it is okay that they're hard. No one ever said this was going to be easy. And in fact, that always makes me think of one of my favorite quotes of all time from the movie A League of Their Own. When uh, Gina Davis's character is about to quit baseball because she says it just got too hard. And Tom Hanks's character says to her, it's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. It's the hard that makes it great. So I love that. I, I, I love the hard that makes it great. It's supposed to be hard. This is supposed to be hard, but it does also mean that we care We've got to acknowledge that it matters to us, that it's important to us. We've got to normalize the fact that grief in business can happen. And then once we begin to think of our grief as normal, we got to figure out what to do with it. How do you emotionally process letdown? Well, I will tell you that I do believe that it starts with mindset and it's not just get over it or just move past it or just analyze the data. It's first acknowledging that things didn't go our way, and then listening for our internal language or our intrusive thoughts. I mean, try to notice if you're being too hard on yourself, which I chronically am. And for me, what I do is I've come up with a phrase or a mantra that you can tell yourself in those moments. I try to take those moments of things that are failure and give myself credit for trying something new for being brave and for putting myself out there. I repeat that to myself, like, hey, you tried something new. You were brave. That's progress. I got over myself enough to put something out there into the world. It didn't work, but hey, 
I was more brave then than I would have been if I hadn't done it. So that's kind of the inner dialogue that I try to tell myself. But what phrase or mantra or attitude are you going to tell yourself? Listen, it takes practice to do this because all those negative thoughts, those intrusive thoughts create neural pathways that are so easy to repeat in our brain. We have to practice and work hard at giving ourselves cues in our brain and messages in our brain to combat them. So think about what are you going to tell yourself? Write it down, post it somewhere and practice, practice, practice giving yourself grace this way. Another thing you can do is acknowledge the loss and your feelings about it. Talk to a friend, a counselor, a mastermind group. Do not let it eat away at you from the inside. Supportive community is a gift. And listen, if you don't have one right now, and I mean this so sincerely, please shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me encourage you. It would so be my honor to do that. But if you have supportive community in any way, if it's on Voxer, if it's a next door neighbor, if it's a mastermind group, a coaching, whatever, be honest about your feelings and what you're going through and let them speak life into you. Community is such a gift. The next thing I want to give you permission to cry. Okay. I don't know where it became taboo for women to cry that that's a sign of weakness. Honestly, to me, it's just purging emotions. I mean, there's often nothing that feels as good as a good cry. Like, you know, you'll just cry it out and you'll feel so much better. It just purges all of that out of you. So cry if you need to. And even if crying isn't the thing, take a momentary step back. Treat yourself to a latte or a glass of wine or a fiction book, whatever you need to take a break and take a beat. Don't rush past the feeling of loss. Find some sort of outlet to let your mind and your heart rest and process. Give yourself a moment to think about how that felt and just let your feelings be. I think sometimes instead of trying to solve it, if we just feel it, it will solve itself. So I also need to recommend exercise, eating, right, and sleeping. Keeping yourself in good health equals mental health. And if you have the patience for it, I recommend journaling. It's extremely cathartic. Okay, so to recap, you are normal if you're feeling grief or disappointment in your business or your dream. Acknowledge that grief and give yourself grace to process. Use a phrase or a mantra to battle intrusive thoughts. Be honest with your community and let them encourage you. Cry and take care of yourself. I heard a phrase a long time ago that has kind of become another go-to for me when I'm dealing with grief in my business. It's from Nelson Mandela. He says, I never fail. I only win or learn. Isn't that so cool? I never fail. I only win or learn. Know in your grief, you didn't fail. You didn't lose, but you learned. What a glorious and beautiful, wonderful thing that is. Okay, I hope this episode has been so helpful for you. I want to know what other ways are you dealing with grief in your business? Are you dealing with grief in your business? What has worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? What feedback are you getting that's unhelpful? How are you seeing it in the world played out and dealt with in a right way or even a wrong way? I mean, let's keep this conversation going. I really, really want you 
to shoot me a DM on Instagram, and let's keep talking about grief and business. But in the meantime, I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope it's given you a couple of tools. I hope that you feel relief knowing that you're normal, that grief is normal. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. I really, really hope that this is helpful. And I hope that you're getting more wins this week than grief-filled moments. There you have it. I hope that you got so much out of this episode. I hope you'll save it. You'll download it. You'll revisit it. You'll take all the notes. And I hope that you're going to share it with people that you know that might benefit from some of this information. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Squiology Podcast. You can find all of the links for everything that we talked about today in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot and post about it on your Instagram or your Facebook or wherever you like to post. And then tag me because I will also reshare it. It makes my day when you do that, but really what it does is it helps other people like you find the show and build our community. Got comments? I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or head over to my website and shoot me an email. Thanks again for listening. I'm so happy that you're here and so happy to be on this journey with you, both of us together. And I cannot wait to see you next time on the Swayology Podcast.